Hey guys, Lisi Nelson here with Nelson Management Strategies, and today I am going to talk about one of the most underutilized and often disregarded tools that you have in your toolbox to help your employees to really reach their next level of performance, and that is the dreaded performance evaluation. So often, um, performance evaluations are dismissed as uh, arbitrary, they don't really mean anything, or um, they're not weighted fairly, or they don't do a good job of getting at the heart of what people need anyway. And I am here to not disagree with that fact. Actually, I think performance evaluations are a waste of time in most businesses because you're not doing them right. <laughs> It's that they're not used the way they need to be used to actually promote change and growth in your employees. If you have an employee evaluation system that you kind of do and rush through and it has uh, ratings and you have to give people a one to a five and you don't give it much thought until the moment comes and then you put it in a drawer and don't look at it for a year. Of course, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of their time. It's a waste of your time. And it's not going to work. Today, I want to talk a little bit about what makes a performance evaluation a tool versus just a burden and a waste of time. A couple of things to think about. First of all, you need to have a really good understanding of what you want to have the evaluation mean to your employee. So is it an actual, is it weighted um, towards a bonus or towards compensation? Um, is it something that you use as a tool for communication and for goal setting only? Is it a combination of both? I don't have the right answer for you, but if you don't even know why you're doing it, that is uh, step one. You got to define that for yourself and for them. The second thing I, I want to encourage is that really um, it should be a tool for a conversation and for setting goals for them um, and not just put in a drawer and not looked at again for a year. So first off, every evaluation should start with a discussion. Before you even start looking at rankings and numbers, it needs to start with a discussion. And that also helps you relax. Most employers hate giving evaluations because they don't like to give negative feedback or they didn't prepare adequately for them. And so uh, they just are, they're not giving it their all. So let's talk about how to have a good opener. You want to have an evaluation discussion before you even look at numbers. So you want to be asking them questions that give them an opportunity to highlight and, and talk about the accomplishments they're most proud of this year, what areas they understand they'd like to improve on, and then you need to give them a chance to give you feedback. What have you done? You can ask them, what have I done to help you do your job better? What have I done to hinder your job performance? What are the tools that you need to get your job done? Am I helping you to get those tools? Do you feel like you have good access to them? Um, these are great conversations to have in on a, an annual basis, at least with your people. You also can be talking about asking them questions about what their short and long term goals are and how it ties into the developmental opportunities that they're interested in for their future role or current role to grow with your organization. You're missing a huge opportunity to identify who your strongest proponents for growth and promotion are if you're not having these conversations and you're just jumping into ranking. Um, 
And then as as you start to take a look at, well, what am I evaluating? You want to make sure that your ratings actually mean something and that you're evaluating on things that actually mean and have purpose. Um, I actually, when I work with an organization to customize their performance evaluation system or process, I don't sell a software. I don't have a magic tool to point you to. This is just putting um, the hard work in and thinking about what matters. I ask them first to identify their core values and to actually rate how their people are doing on core values. That is a huge thing for continuing the culture in your organization. And that really um, is only, I, I say, limit it to four core values and then define those and have a conversation. How well are people living out their core values in their work? And then go on to task performance. And this is where if you don't have solid job descriptions in place, um, it's really hard to talk to people about task performance. A solid job description makes sure that everyone understands both parties and, and people they work with, who is supposed to be doing what. So um, if it's the first time that they hear that that a task performance uh, is lacking and they didn't realize that was part of their job, that's on you, not them. And that's another thing I want to highlight. Going into evaluations, there should be no surprises. If people are struggling in an area, the first time they hear about it should not be during this performance evaluation. Um, they should have plenty of heads up that that's an area that they need to work on because you've already touched base with them on it. Don't save it for your performance evaluation. You need to be having conversations with your people consistently about how they're doing in their work and if they're meeting their goals. So performance evaluations aren't the time to have that first conversation. It should be a follow-up to see how growth is coming along. And then again, the task performance areas really, there's, um, I recommend highlighting no more than four, but having them make four to five task performances, but they have a, a broader meeting for example, quality of work. And then you can define what quality of work means. And that can hit on many things. But how well are they produced? How well are they, they hitting that quality of work as a whole? And like I said, each section is a conversation that you're having with them. They are getting a number. Uh, however, it's also an opportunity for conversation about these things. Quality of work, initiative, productivity, customer focus, those are some areas that are common in task performance conversations. And again, you highlight under those, what does that mean in your organization? And finally, this is where I think a lot of people miss the boat on performance evaluations. They don't tie them to goal setting, or if they do, it's really ambiguous. So after you've had this evaluation and had this conversation, you need to be working um, to, during this session, hitting, setting some goals for them for the current quarter. Now, this is not um, something that, like I said, you put away for the year. Notice I said quarter. Set some quarterly goals, and here's the kicker, the important part of this and make sure there's measurable success. How are they gonna know if they've succeeded at this goal? Have some metrics attached to the goals. So for example, if you um, are pretty black and white, if you're in sales, don't just say increase sales, you need to increase sales by X percent or increase by a solid number, or um, you maybe they're just really bad at, at 
reaching out and connecting with the customer. You need to set some concrete numbers for how many of those connections with customers they need to be doing on a consistent basis. Something that you can measure and come back to in a quarter, the next quarter, and see if they have hit those goals. And if some, and then there's some things that are maybe a little bit less ambiguous, like, or I mean, I'm sorry, a little harder to define. Something like, um, maybe you have someone who isn't a very effective communicator and they need to improve their communication. That's a pretty broad statement. You need to really narrow down what that means. And, and does that mean they need to be more consistent about responding to emails in a timely manner? That, again, is also something very measurable. Does it mean that they need to clarify that there's a mutual understanding? Does it mean you need to see X, um, less complaints about uh, a lack of communication by a certain percent coming from um, issues surrounding their performance? So those are just some, some examples of goal setting and then what you also I like to encourage people to do is set stretch goals. So And don't set more than three because that's pretty overwhelming um, for someone to try to take on in addition to their regular duties, uh, consciously take on more than three. Also look for um, a stretch goal that brings it up to four if they're at a point where they need that extra push and they really want you want to see an increase in their performance. A stretch goal is something that they might not hit in that quarter, uh, but it would sure be awesome for them to try and it would help them to move their their professionalism forward. It'd be good development opportunity. And the other thing you need to do in setting these goals is be very clear with your people that these, what they're for. Are you, if they don't hit these, is there going to be a monetary consequence? Is it just about personal growth and encouragement. Um, what is the weight? People are often so afraid to fail that they're going to go really small on these. So you need to have these these goals. You need to have conversations about why they matter, why they're important, what you're looking for in in their performance, and why these um, why you really believe that they can accomplish these goals. So. All of that to say, uh, performance evaluations can be an amazing tool if you use them right. And if you customize them, don't just download something off Google. Make these matter. Customize them for your organization. Um, and that is something that I help with and would love to uh, have the opportunity to answer any questions for anyone. So anyways, find me on Facebook, Nelson Management Strategies, and manage like a leader. Bye.